Hey, how's it going? This is Russell, and I work at the video store. The one just down the road from you that you can go to once a week whenever it is movie night. I absolutely love this job because when the store is quiet, I get to watch movies and series and talk about them with my friends that work here. Today on the show, I am doing a shift with Graham Hackney, who is a big part of the show. When not chatting, um, he is the guy who is editing these episodes and putting them all together as a, as a producer. And so he's a valuable member of this team. And he's a friend of Cole's who I've come to know. And... Um, and I'm definitely getting to know better through through working together on the video store. So it's cool to use these these moments and these chats as a as a chance to get to know him, which is which is really great. He he as you will as you will see with all the episodes, he's he's got this incredible knowledge um and he's able to call these random facts out of the the depths of his brain, which is which is really funny. And uh and yeah, just enjoy hanging out and enjoy getting to know him. So this is me doing a shift with G-Force. Did you see that thing yesterday on the TV? a croaky voice yeah so do i but i'm like, I'm like all stuffed up i um <clears throat> was talking very loudly in a bar last night all oh, right yeah you said thursday is like your thursday is the routine night. bar night it's funny eh? i never i never thought i'd ever be that kind of person all oh, right well just because i also just never had schedule yeah like early days of the bioscope the busy days of short straw like thursdays could be anywhere you yeah. could be anywhere doing anything but yeah it's cool in your later in life to start having a little bit of a schedule. And and it, it's funny. So I have also never had any kind of like core group of friends. I've never had oh, like okay. the guys that I've known forever. Yes. I've sort of had my, had primary school friends. Then I had high school friends. Then I had varsity friends. Then I had work friends. And I've sort of always kept in touch with people, but I've yeah. never sort of had like the gang. Right. And um, when I moved back to Bryanston, we found ourselves at Hogshead one oh, night okay. by chance and I bumped into all these dudes that I went to high school with. Right. And they were like, we're here most Thursdays. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> I need this. Yeah. I really need this in my life because it, it caught me at a, at a particular point and it was just at the end of Short Straw being very busy mm. and we were just starting to choose our life more, not give as much of ourselves yeah. to, to this crazy endeavor, which we loved. Yes. And so we had taken this hiatus in 2018 where we all rebuilt our lives and our relationships and our businesses. Like I took one look at the bioscope and yeah. was like, oh my God, <laughs> like, <laughs> this thing could have fallen apart. Yeah. Um, and um, I discovered, well, I sort of realized that I didn't really have too many like good friends. Mm. I, I knew lots of people. Yeah. Like I could walk into a bar in Melville and be like the president of a small country. <laughs> But there weren't too many people I could phone and be like, hey, man, you want to mm. go watch a movie? You want to go right. hang out? Yeah. Um, guys that would be there for you, just like you would want to be there f for them. Yes. And, and so I was like, I, I need this. Yeah. And, and it was so great to reconnect with these dudes. Mm. And for them, a couple of them are like two kids deep, you know, which is like, I heard something great yeah. the other day. Someone said, one baby is a hobby, two is a profession. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. 
Um, and uh, and so these guys just need this Thursday. Mm. They've negotiated it with their wife. Yes. She gets Wednesday, they get Thursday, <laughs> or whatever. And and this is just their night to, you know, have a greasy hamburger, talk shit, yeah. drink beer. That's important. Yeah. And so f- for me, I, I'm quite busy on the weekends with, with also with the occasional yeah. band stuff, but also with the bioscope. Bioscope. That's when we kind of, that's when we're at our business. Yeah. And so Thursday is this perfect night where eight, nine times out of ten I can go. Mm. And that's it's great. cool. That's great. That's cool. I haven't had that in a while. I remember when I first started at university and I went to after just up the road here. Yeah. Um, Zoo Lake Bowls Club. Yeah. Every Monday night had big band nights. Yes. Did you go to that? Yes. Yeah, we used to go to that like all the time, dude. It was incredible. It was so cool. And it so, was so good. And 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 so for those who don't necessarily understand, like big band is literally and figuratively big band. Yeah. It's like trumpets and trombones mm-hmm. and it's that big sound, that big swing music. Yes. And all those guys are professional, really good musicians yeah, so Carlo Mombelli yeah. and Marcus Wyatt and all those guys and they would never be able to get together on a Friday night mm. you could never book all those people it no. would cost you way too much money yeah but on a Monday they would play at the Zulek Bowls Club yeah. for fun yeah. and it was one of the better kept secrets in Joburg yeah it was incredible and I mean many people got the message it was food. full yeah but it was like it was like a secret it was like you yeah. didn't you know Oh, I love I love big band. At, Same dude. At, it was amazing. Like, do you know why? Fun fact. Factoid. Why? Um, <laughs> why Zulake um, was so cheap, and why bowls clubs are cheap? Something to do with sports clubs having license, a specific kind of license or something. Yeah, but specifically bowls clubs because right. they are more catering to retirees. Yes. By law, they have to be a percentage cheaper. Right. Yeah, right. Because we organized Bush's those shows, those shows okay. with Short Straw at the Bowls Club, and we spoke to the owner, and he was like, we were negotiating what prices of things would be, and he mm. explained that like he has to keep it at a certain level, right? Because that's like by law to have the <laughs> li- like the Bioscope's got a theater license, a theater okay. liquor license. Right. There has to be something. This is another interesting fact. Yeah. There has to be something that counteracts the drinking. So you could either be a restaurant, which is what nine times out of ten people are. Yes. Or it could be like a show, like Mm. a theater. Something's got to counteract you just sitting and drinking. Right. Something's got to... Yeah, counteract the, the alcohol so coming in. So it can't just be people sitting around getting pissed. Yeah, in theory you can't. Yeah, in but theory. of course everyone's like, yeah, we're a restaurant. And they just like <laughs> maybe, you know, they once there's like a chip machine in the back that yeah. hasn't worked for you know, <laughs> 20 years. But that that's the idea. Yeah. That's the theory. Yeah, it's I remember when we first started going, this was like 2010. So this is a while ago. It was no. like 20 rand for a draft. It's glorious. It I, I, had a, I had a buddy come. He's a smart dude. He's like this kind of... Princeton graduate and so he he and he was Canadian and so he I'll never forget him saying okay I'll get the drinks yeah and he sort of was like sorry it's what when the guy <laughs> said the amount and he did this like quick maths in his head he goes oh my god another yeah. round another round he's <laughs> like two more <laughs> he was like what <laughs> um but funny enough with that counteracting yeah the same goes for casinos so if you right. want a casino license you have to do something else to counteract the gambling. the gambling. You have to Whoa. you have to sort of it's like this you know how like people are planting forests for yeah. all the jet fuel. You yes. know, it's like <laughs> it's the same idea. And so that's why um 
so many of them will have like an arena. Okay. Because that qualifies as a cultural give back. Right. Um, that benefits society, that counteracts the, the, the fact that you mm. are gambling. Yeah. Um, and interestingly enough, Gold Reef opted for the apartheid museum. Okay. They do have theaters, yes. but they also, but it was part of a negotiation and they thought, right. well, we need something like this or something like this needs to exist. And this would be a tourist attraction, mm. but it was part of an obligation to have a theater, okay. to have a gambling license. Factoid. Factoid. I love it. <laughs> uh, how are you though? All right, dude. Yeah. It's been going okay. Are you watching anything that's exciting you? Um, You know what I've been doing? Well, I tend to like fluctuate between either playing video games in the evenings or watching stuff in the evenings. I go back and forth. I very yeah. rarely do both. Yeah. Um, I'm, you know, like, lucky for the sake of this podcast, I'm in a movie watching phase at this point in time. <laughs> I've been watching a bunch of like shitty old 90s action movies. Oh, cool. It's so much fun, dude. Yeah. And I miss those movies so much. Because yeah. I was just, you know, just scrolling away through the millions of things on Disney Plus. I'm like a broken arrows on Disney Plus. Oh, that was Christian Slater Christian and Slater. John Travolta. Yeah, directed by John Woo. Ah, oh, John yeah. Woo. So I watched that and it's kind of, I'm going down a, a path of these now. I watched Face Off as well. Yeah, yeah. It is the most unintentionally hilarious movie I've ever seen. I want to program Face Off as a cheesy movie night. I do. At must. the Bioscope. It is you, so funny. It's all you can eat pizza. And the idea is that it's got to be a delightfully cheesy movie. Yeah. And and or you can eat pizza. The next one we're going to do next month is Starship Troopers, oh, dude. which is also. Just, I, I, I might actually attend that one. You should. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll comp you. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and you can eat all the pizza that you want. Um, no, I, I've I've never watched Face Off from start to finish. Oh, I've really? watched bits of it, and I'll never forget. This is such a '90s thing. Mm. Nobody really does this anymore. But like, remember when your buddy would take I don't know, like a road trip or some kind of long journey with you and they would take the time to tell you the whole movie yes <laughs> <laughs> i'll never forget driving on holiday with a friend yeah and him telling me beat for beat the matrix oh, and i right. kept going like but i kind of want to watch it. He's yeah. like, and then and then he <laughs> goes into the underworld and i was like oh god uh, he was just so excited to tell me but yeah. i remember dude just desperately trying to explain to me the plot line of face off it's so i kind of feel like i've watched it. it's unhinged <laughs> Yeah. It's completely preposterous. And Nick Cage is hilarious in that movie. Oh, I, I, I don't know if it's... In, I mean, I feel like some of the people involved knew what this movie was. Yeah. And they were just like laying it on. Like Travolta so. and Cage just chew every inch of scenery. It is I think, hilarious, dude. I think they, Yeah, I think they would probably be aware, maybe not of exactly how cheesy it's going to age. Mm. You know, how much smell is going to be on that yeah. cheese. But <laughs> they certainly knew they were making some level of cheese yeah they must have um interesting another factoid yeah i have seen nicholas cage's grave i have visited his grave oh so he got like a pre-determined grave spot so in new orleans yeah new orleans uh you can go to the cemeteries Mm. and you can go on a cemetery tour and we went on this amazing tour because they they look after and preserve these graves because the water and there's so much Groundwater and water mm. underground, they can't they can't bury the dead. So they have uh, to be above, above ground in these kind of mausoleums. Yes. And um and it's real estate in a sense. That like a family, like your family, the Hackneys, could own this this section, this this, uh, like plot. this plot. Yeah. 
and if they've got the rights to help preserve it, they'll this organization will preserve it. If, mm. if they can't get hold of anyone legally, they can't step in. And so there's a, there's some that uh, are great in great condition and some that are terrible. Mm. But um, in this one um, cemetery, cemetery number one, there's like two or three like amazing things. The one is that great scene from um, Easy Rider when they yeah. like trip out and, and he, I think it's Dennis Hopper or one of them like lies in that in that stone statue's arms. Oh, okay, like, yes. You see that, yeah, yeah. you see that, which is right. awesome. Um, the famous witch, Marie, Marie someone, okay. Marie Laveau, you can mm. see her tomb, oh. which is cool. And then you can see this giant obnoxious <laughs> pyramid, which is famously Nicolas Cage's property, and that's going to be where he's going to die. What a fascinating <laughs> weirdo. Because he loved New Orleans. Yeah. He loved, apparently, and he has a place and spends a lot of money there and comes and, you know, but it was so cool to see Nicolas Cage's grave. Yeah. <laughs> what a character, dude. Okay, so you saw those and do they hold up? Um, Kind of, if you're going into them with the right expectations. Yeah. I think Broken Arrow is the better movie of the two. I watched Con Air last night as well. Con yeah. Air is actually better than I remember it being. Yeah. I think it's, that movie is, I mean, again, it is stupid as hell. But it's like propped up by really good actors. Yeah, John like Malkovich. Of, yeah, John Malkovich is in it. Um, Ving Rhames. And he's like, Sigh. Yeah. Anara, and he kills him. <laughs> <laughs> so lame. Because oh his name is like Cyrus the Virus, they call him. Yeah. It's so yeah. silly. And John John Cusack's in it as well. That's right. It's like... And Steve Buscemi was Steve quite... Steve Buscemi, yes. It's like creepy, like green garland or, or Yeah, something. he's like this mass murderer who's just like super calm and... Yeah. There's that weird scene where he goes and just sits down at a little table with this little girl. It's so like drinking tea with her. Yeah. Yeah. Creepy. But it's fun. Like, it's fun. Like, I miss those sort of, like, mid-budget, stupid action movies. Yeah. You know? But I remember it again. being a big thing at the time, like, yeah. explaining how they, they did the landing. Mm. In, in, they, in they land on the strip, yeah. Built it and, yeah. And, like, that was huge budget things. Yeah. Because now, I mean, so much of that would just be CGI. Yeah. You could do it like, for much they would cheaper. They do these like full, full stunts of these giant planes landing in streets. Yeah. And, oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's rad. I must get Disney Plus. I it's worth it. it, dude. There's so much content on this. Um, I think I'm going to watch Speed tonight because that's on there as well. Mm -hmm. Speed is a great movie. It's so good. I think Speed might be the, the biggest drop off from an original to a sequel, in just in terms of straight up quality. Because Speed is a really good, like a genuinely good movie, and Speed sure. Two yeah, is it's horrible. appallingly bad. I yeah, mean, when Keanu Reeves looks at a script and goes, "Yeah, I'm not going to do that." Yeah, he was in know, the second one. Yeah, because he was like, "No, this is bad. I'm not making this movie." Yeah, it's terrible. Okay, um, I'm trying to think what I've been enjoying. We haven't really. There is there's an interesting show on Apple TV Plus called Bad Sisters. Yeah, I've just been seeing like the. The mm. ad, like every time I turn on my Apple TV, the yeah. first thing I see is you a sort big of ad. One for or two episodes in now, it seems know? like it's the sort of British version of like a Big Little Lies. Okay, it's like the British version of this like little group of I didn't women. Even know it was British, yeah. Okay, and and you know quite quickly that they murder someone. Okay, you don't quite know how it gets unravelled, which is quite it's it's busy unravelling, which mm. is quite cool. And it's about them kind of trying to evade this investigation, which is ongoing. Okay. But it's quirky and it's a little different in that it's it's interesting to always see the British take on, on something. Yeah. Yeah. How much, in many ways, how much better it is. <laughs> Although the original Shameless 
is atrocious. Oh, I've never seen this. The show, you know the TV show? Yeah. The original version of it was this British show. No, I didn't even know that. Yeah, no, exactly. Now, there's a reason <laughs> For why. a reason. <laughs> it's, 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 it's horrible. Mm. The, the Americans did that better. Okay, that's rare. Something else I started, I only had Disney Plus, I mean, not Disney Plus, um, Apple TV for like a month when Prehistoric Planet came out. I got it literally just to watch that. Did you do like the, the, preview, the, the preview window, that like free month window? No, I think mine was already used up because I, oh, okay. I think mine got used up ages ago when I bought like an iPad or something. Um, yeah. But I watched that and then I also started watching a show called For All Mankind. Yeah, yeah, it's I see that. really interesting. Yeah. I only got like a few episodes in, but it's pretty good actually. The the whole premise of the story is it's like an alternate history where Russia beats the Americans to the moon. Yeah. Um, which kind of means it, what happened in real life is that basically ended the space race. Like Russia went, okay, we're done with this. Like we can't compete essentially. Yeah. But in this case, America goes, shit, no. Yeah. They can't beat us. And it's yeah. kind of the space race just kind of keeps going and like it becomes this much more like who's going to be first to like now habitat, like build a habitat on the moon and oh, who's cool. like, they, like the Russians are the first ones to send up a, a female astronaut, like a okay. woman lands on the moon in America, like shit, we need female astronauts. Oh, that's cool. But like the opening is kind of funny in a way mm. because like it, it goes to this whole thing. You don't initially know, like the opening, the very first scene is a moon landing. Yeah. And it just looks totally normal. Like you're expecting it to be like a recreation of like the Neil Armstrong landing, but then it's revealed, oh, it's Russia. It's like, a, it's a Russian astronaut and okay. Americans. And it, like, there's like other people all over the world and like, wow, but someone landed on the moon. This is amazing. And then you go to America, people are like, shit, <laughs> no, <laughs> not the Russians. Damn it. The Ruskies. Yeah. Um, there's another show on Amazon, which is kind of a similar premise, which is if Germany won the World War. Oh, Man called? in the High Castle. Man in the High Castle. Yeah, I've heard it's quite good. Haven't, haven't, haven't yeah, dived in, man. But Apple's got some interesting stuff and you can see mm. that they've clearly tried to sort of at least get one for each kind of market or thing yeah. or idea. There's another great show on Apple TV Plus called Home, okay. which is like, it's an it's a episode, each episode is a different house that's mm -hmm. been built somewhere in the world. And it's there's one about like these guys, I think they're in Norway and how they basically built this greenhouse. Okay. And they built their house within a greenhouse. It's this giant greenhouse. And so they just get extra hours of sun. They get they get an extended summer. Oh, okay. And how they can kind of insulate and it's with heat and it's design. And of course, so it's, it's sort of like, like grand designs. Slick Scandinavian sort of design. Mm -hmm. And then the second one was about this kind of cool house museum in the middle of South uh, South Central or what's it called? And like in Chicago, the South oh, Side okay. of Chicago. Yeah. And then there's a woman... A British, I think she's a British woman. This third episode is she grows up in Bali, mm -hmm. and she's clearly got a knack for design and and architecture, and so she grows up using bamboo, which is kind of the poor man's uh, okay. wood. Yes, but she uses it in this way and makes these like incredible houses out of bamboo okay. and like. So it's a different kind of show. Yeah. It's not. It's not. You know, it's not holding to your seat. Yeah entertainment but it's cool like just to occasionally be like oh just like expand a corner of your brain about design okay. and yeah home and and they go quite deep into sort of what a home means and hmm. i've always thought that was really interesting i had a friend who studied architecture and she she sort of opened your eyes to sort of there's there's so much like obviously we know it as like feng shui and we think that's yeah. a bit kind of arty and a bit pretentious but there's a science to space and there's hmm. a science to sort of 
why do I like this house? Yes. And you can't explain it. And it's like, it's because it flows in this way or there's or high ceilings. or Then there's some houses that are huge, but they feel small. Okay, and then there's some yes. houses, you know, you go to that are small, but are actually feel huge. Yeah. And like, that, that, there's, a, there's an incredible art and science to architecture. Mm. So it's cool to like, I don't know, I, I find that fascinating. Yeah. It's interesting. It's like the... There's another British show called Grand Designs. Yeah, I've heard of which that. Which is kind of along the same lines. But that, they actually like track the whole process of them actually building the house. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. That's long term, eh? Yeah, they that's been going over, for... But they track them over months yeah, and months. And it's, and it's normal, regular people that do it. Mostly. Like some of them are, they're not like lavish, huge mansions. Yes. You know, they're, they're, but they're, they're also not like basic cheap stuff. Like. Yeah, I remember watching a couple that were renovating a... Like a cinema, they took the oh. facade of a cinema. Okay. In this little town, and obviously, like it was never going to continue as a cinema, but it yes. had this beautiful old, kind of ornate front, mm. and yeah, you know, and then they 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 built an interesting house. Okay. Yeah, they the do back. like church conversions and all that sort of thing. Mm. And there's like there's a lot of stuff about like historic sites in in England because it's all over yeah, England, it's everywhere, all over the UK. Yeah. Um, so if they're, like, they're building a specific spot, they have to use materials from that place. Yeah. And if they're like renovating something, they have to use the same sort of like brick or rock or whatever to do it so that it like fits the historical aesthetic. Mm. You know, mm. England's quite serious about that stuff. Yeah. Joburg isn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck. No. I'll never forget seeing some giant house on this golf course. And I was yeah. like, this looks like a giant post net. <laughs> <laughs> looks like the kind of company that would use the expression turnkey solution yeah but it's like a house yeah but it was just done in such a way where i was like it looks like a terrible like office park <laughs> but it's someone's house it's gross i'll ne also never forget once playing a golf round at danefern and being like i can't i can't handle these houses yeah it just wasn't a They're obnoxious yeah, oh, they were horrible. Well, there's there's a place <laughs> there's like an area like one of those waldorf estates not far from where i live called i think it's called like the mayersdale eco estate or something mm. the houses are and like because the plots of land aren't ridiculously big yeah but everyone wants to build like the biggest house they possibly can yeah so it's all just like these massive houses that are like right next to each other like meters oh. away from each yeah. other and it's like what's the point so gross like I, I, on I, top of people i did a, a bachelor's a few weeks ago and we went like quad biking and there's like a little go-kart track and oh, it's yeah. just by Lance area okay and just over the hill by Lance area like big big houses mm. like a huge house yeah and it's like that <laughs> you imagine building this huge house just to look out over a field and watch guys like go-kart yeah <laughs> it's like oh, oh no goodness. man <laughs> it's like that's what this person's gonna watch every day it's yeah. just like dudes going around in a go-kart track I mean, maybe he's an enthusiast yeah but it's like you can imagine someone going all that way and then a go-kart track starting and him being like, damn <laughs> it. Damn it. <laughs> um, yeah, so Bad Sisters is cool. cool. I, 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 would, I would recommend that. Yeah. Um, we're actually watching a little bit of The Ranch every now and again. Okay, as, I have as no sort of like easy is. watching, which is Ashton Kutcher's show on Netflix. It's been no. out for ages. I don't think they've done any more. But okay. It's a really interesting show. Mm. It's done pretty much exactly like a sitcom okay. in that it's in studio sets. Yeah. But it's um, because it was, I think, made specifically for Netflix. It was probably the kind of first of its kind. Mm. And I don't think there's been many others that have followed it where 
they they swear. Okay. They 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 don't hold back because they don't have like the network restrictions, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it like it's interesting to listen to that kind of. I think there's canned laughter. Oh, okay. It's definitely a studio. Yeah. But they swear. Yeah. It's like, and it's <laughs> in a way, it sort of makes it more authentic. Yeah. It's got the dude, um, the dude with the big, deep voice and the moustache that was the narrator of The Big Lebowski, uh, Sam Elliott. Yes. And like when that guy swears in his like deep voice, <laughs> it's funnier. Yeah, and and Ashton Kutcher's was a part of it, and and mm. I think he wanted to also create something more authentic to his history and himself, and it's yeah. about, and it's a nice, it's an interesting little, you know, it's it's meant to just be fun, yes, and and comedic and and easy watching. It's not yeah. meant to make any kind of huge statement, but um, it is meant to also paint a little bit of a picture of. That sort of Colorado, mm. uh, middle of America, they're Republican. And so they oh, make nice. jokes about Democrats and okay. they make jokes about Trump. And they always tried to make it quite topical. Mm. But it's uh, it's it's fun. Okay. I mean, most people, I think most people have watched it. It's, it's oh, come okay. and gone. But it's it's we've enjoyed it as, as a nice kind of easy watch. It gets, it gets quite things. dramatic, actually. Okay. It actually gets quite heavy. Mm. But it's sprinkled with enough fun to 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 sort of make it feel easy enough. Okay, it's good to have those shows where you can just kind of put them on in the background almost. Yeah, and just have them on while you're doing other things. Yeah, like the tattoo redo. Oh yeah, you mentioned that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's also yeah. You just sometimes just need those like easy shows. Oh my lord! Speaking of going back to Disney Plus, I found a good background show, especially if you're nostalgic about this sort of thing. Mm. But a few years ago, I think it was it was before Disney Plus. It was like a Disney Channel thing. They did a reboot of Ducktales. Okay, it's really freaking good. Yeah, it's so much better than it has any right to be. It's, again, especially if you're like nostalgic about this sort of thing, because they kind of integrate all the other shows from that same period. But it's a redo, so it's a it's, it's a, a modern. Yeah, it's a modern reboot of Ducktales. Um. I mean, within less than ten years, like, okay. like it's pretty mo- It's pretty recent. Um, they only did three seasons, so it's over. But it's it's shockingly good. Like it's well written, and like the characters are really well defined. It's got David Tennant as Scrooge McDuck. Who's David Tennant? Uh, one of the do- the Scottish Doctor Who. He was also in like the Harry, a couple of the Harry Potter movies and a few other things. But it's it's just fun, and it's like well written, and the characters are like well defined, and they integrate like. Like Darkwing Duck and Gummy Bears and Tailspin and all these other shows from that same like, oh. Disney period of time. So those stuff because that's those are all the shows that I grew up watching like in yeah. the nineties. You know to see this thing that's like a like their version of the multiverse, like MCU almost sort of thing. <laughs> the Duckverse. Yeah. Okay, it's so it's cool. Really, it's like surprisingly good. Yeah, that's cool. It's just it's funny. It's just called Ducktales. It's, it's, yeah, it's just called Ducktales. It's like the old Ducktales is on Disney Plus and this new one as well. They have like different animation styles, so you can tell them apart. Okay, it's it's surprisingly good. Oh, that's cool. What else is surprisingly good? I actually keep meaning to talk about this with Cole because Cole and I spoke about this a little while ago. Also on Disney Plus is a Rescue Rangers movie. So I don't know yes. if you remember Rescue Rangers, yeah. but it's done like Roger Rabbit style. Oh. So it's like live action and and like animated characters and Rescue. it also like integrates what was the animals they were mice they were chipmunks they were chipmunks yeah rescue rangers and they but it's got like all these other disney rps and even like other stuff like there's transformers in the movie and there's like 
Batman is in it and E.T. is in it. Oh, wow. You know, it's just like all of these different IPs coming together, but it's not done. It's done in a way where it's actually like services jokes and services the story. Yeah. It's not like the, it's not like um, that last Space Jam movie, which was appalling. Was it bad, eh? It's terrible, dude. It's terrible. Yeah. It's just like the worst example of just like smashing together RPs. You know, it's just like, oh, we have access to all the stuff. Let's just use it all. Yeah. Game of Thrones and Rick and Morty and everything. And it's terrible. Really? Game it's, of Thrones and Rick and Morty? Yeah, Space Game of Jam. Thrones is in it. Um, there's like DC characters. It's basically anything you can imagine that Warner Brothers owns. Yeah. It's all just pushing it. The fucking Droogs are in it, dude. Who are the Droogs? From Clockwork Orange. Oh. Like they make, because there's like a scene right at the end where it's just like there's a basketball game on, going on and like every Warner Brothers character you can imagine is there. Oh, and wow. the, the freaking like yeah. rapists from <laughs> Clockwork Orange, Orange are in the crowd. And it's like, what is happening? Wow. It's so bizarre. Okay. But do you think that's just like a little nod for, for yeah, but I, mean, yeah. I guess nobody uh, knows. Honestly, nobody I think they just, they, they went and into it and said, print out a list of every character that we own. Yeah. And let's just put them all in. And they, a lot of them look like shit as well. They look like bad, like Halloween costumes. Yeah. And they're just standing there not doing anything. It's just a bad movie. Okay. Don't well, watch it. But, but watch Rescue Rangers because it's really good. And it has... Was that kind of new? It, yeah, it just came out this year, a few months ago. I'm really surprised it didn't go to theaters because it looks expensive. Yeah. It just went to Disney+. Plus and it has... But you don't oh see God. the billboards for that. No. Like, no one's really spoken no. about that. I think it had, like, some online advertising, but it didn't, like... It didn't go anywhere. It also has, and it's good for kids. It's good. Yeah, it's I family think it'll be completely fine for kids. Rescue yeah, Rangers. and enough jokes for like adults to get it as well. Okay. Like, there's literally a place they go to. There's a. It's all set in Los Angeles. They go to the Uncanny Valley. So the, the Uncanny can- Valley is a term used for like digitally recreated characters where they almost look real, but they're creepy. Okay. That's the term used for like CGI characters. So it's like a whole space just populated by these weird-looking CGI characters. It's like that sort of joke that they put in oh, there. Ah, it's a deep dive. And then, and then, do you remember when the Sonic movie was coming out? Yeah. And that first trailer came out with that hideous design of Sonic? Yeah. And then the that, internet. That character, that Sonic, is in the movie. Oh. It's incredible, dude. So if, yeah, it the, so funny. So for, for those that maybe missed it, the, the, when they made this huge big budget Sonic the Hedgehog, yeah. they put out the trailer and the fans were like, that Sonic looks weird. Hideous. It looks wrong. <laughs> yeah. They try, I guess they try to make him more realistic more in a way. I realistic, think they were going so his for, eyes were a bit smaller. Uh, that was I, one I of think the they were things. aiming for like Rocket Raccoon from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, they, were, they, they, were they tried for. to make this thing in a particular way yeah. for it to be live action and real and the internet was like, Eh-eh. Yeah. And basically there was enough campaigning mm-hmm. for them to go, oh God. Okay. Yeah. Well, easily enough fixed. Yeah. You know, it's not like they have to recast a character. Yeah. An I mean, they just have to reanimate They half just have to reanimate movie. it. So <laughs> imagine, yeah, everyone being like, oh, a lot of work. Oh, back to work. Yeah. And so they f- changed it and then it did. It did pretty well. It did well, well enough to do a sequel and another sequel. Like there's a third one coming out as well. So okay. it worked. Yeah. <laughs> I think people would have hate watched it anyway if it wasn't fixed. <laughs> but I don't know if it would have gotten a sequel. Otherwise. It's amazing how things can just, just die. Yeah. You know, they can just sort of. Yeah. be put out into the world like you know like a part of me still wants to watch cats dude i really want to watch just but, just out the, of curiosity exactly yeah. but we haven't yeah and it just shows you that there is so much out there yeah there's so a finite amount of time that yeah. even out of hate watching or curious <laughs> watching we still don't have the time yeah. to like actually do it maybe we should sit down and watch it and record a commentary yeah put that, that out just shows you that 
there's just not that much time to yeah. to even bad watch things. But uh, some interview with someone, some actor, I think it was like a McConaughey, it was, or, or, or someone said, what is quite nice for people in this day and age, people who are making stuff, is that if you make something that's bad, yeah. it actually doesn't, it's not detrimental to your career anymore because mm. not everyone's watching. Yeah. Not everyone's seeing what... What, what doesn't work. Yeah, because it's think, so much. And I think that goes for anyone doing anything on any level. The bioscope, yeah. if we put something out that nobody comes to, it's like, no one, no one would know. <laughs> yeah. You know, and there was even, there was apprehension with Short Straw, like releasing this album for the first time in four years when mm -hmm. we very much did nothing during the pandemic. And there was a fear and it was like, thankfully it did well and it was yeah. quite well received. Okay. But but even if it didn't, like it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like your fans will hopefully dig it and if you're proud of it that's yeah. all that matters and it can live on forever yeah and people will find it and i see like the great wall that matt damon movie is yes. now in the top 10 of of netflix because now all of a sudden it's Bizarre. now finally found its way people are like oh matt damon and so yeah. they're like finally watching it but like it didn't do well it Weird. was it was like one of these huge failures but yeah oh my lord speaking of, like along the same veins I watched the la finally got around to watching the live action remake of Mulan. Oh, good God, it's bad. Really? Holy shit, it's terrible. It's Why? so much worse than I could have imagined. It's there's for one thing, it looks bad. Like it's not a good looking film. It's a two hundred million dollar movie that looks cheap. I don't know how they pulled that off. Oh. It has there's no character arc. Mulan like doesn't. She's like a cool. She's basically like a superhero in this version. Okay. Where she has like mad, like chi, like chi magic powers sort of thing. Okay. But she has them as a child, and she's amazing. She's amazing, and she's awesome as a child. The point of the movie was to never have magical powers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. she's like just to have bravery and courage yeah. and patriotism. Yes. And like okay. none. Of, I mean, obviously, it's not a musical at all. Yeah. And, and of the, course, the there's no there's no like Chris Rock being a oh Eddie a Murphy sacred, is. or Eddie Murphy yeah. being a sort of sacred dragon. Yeah, which I understand <laughs> why they got rid of that. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that was a bit like China well, didn't like it, and it's a Chinese story, so I'm like, cool, you can do that. Yeah, but it's just a bad movie. Everything about it is bad. Everything yeah. about it is bad. And Jet Li is in it as the emperor. Yeah, but they've ADR. They've dubbed all of his dialogue with a different actor. So it's not Jet Li's voice coming out of Jet Li, and it's it's badly done as well. It's so bizarre. Everything about this movie is weird, yeah. and it doesn't make sense. But it also bad. we spoke about this with the the Dumbo one. Oh, Dumbo was also bad. It just sort of came, and everyone was like, "Oh, this looks interesting." Yeah. And then it just sort of like it was almost like a car that just sort of drove past. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like, "Oh, the car's coming! The car's coming!" And then the car just like drove past, and you're like, "There it goes." Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Nobody thought about it. Oh. Nobody jumped on. Nobody had a wild ride. It, yeah. just, it just sort of drove past. Because <laughs> those things are really hit or miss. Like Aladdin's okay. I think the live action Aladdin was fine. I think it was an okay version, but I think the original is also an okay movie. Yeah. Um, Pinocchio is out in a few months. But that's not a Disney one, eh? It's not a no, Disney Pinocchio. Okay. This is bizarre. There are so many Pinocchio things coming out. Yeah, yeah. There was the weird one that got memed to hell with Paulie Shaw earlier this year. What? Yeah, there's an animated one with Paulie Shaw as Pinocchio. It was one of these really cheap, Ooh, Lord. bad CGI ones that the trailer would just turned into a meme. Okay. There's a Guillermo del Toro one That's coming the out one on I Netflix. Can think of yeah. There's the Disney one coming out on oh. Disney Plus. Who's doing that? Um, it's Robert Zemeckis. Okay. Robert Zemeckis and Tom Hanks is Geppetto. Oh, wild. Yeah. It looks I mean, like they just released a trailer, like I think yesterday or the day before. And Zemeckis the trailer is came out. Every movie you've ever loved. He's done he, a lot of. I mean, 
his recent stuff over the last year, few years hasn't been very good. Like he hasn't done that, made a good movie in a while. Okay, because, but, but I mean, it's the guy who brought you Forrest Gump and, and Back, to, Back the future, to the Future, you know, everything. Yeah. Like he's a guy who he seems to be one of those filmmakers who really likes um, like new technology, like cutting edge stuff. Yeah, he did that Polar Express. Yeah, which Polar Express. He did a bunch of those ones, Beowulf um, and Christmas Carol as well with Jim Carrey. All the CG like motion yeah. capture ones, yeah, but it's yeah. like he's obsessed with like the tech and he's like, cool, what can do with this technology? Yeah, um, but maybe he's just at that point now where doesn't matter to him he yeah. just wants to try keep cool, making movies stuff, and i know cool. like he said as long as he lives he will not let them make another back to the future yeah nobody should because uh, but i can guarantee you the second he dies universal is going to say we're making another back to the future <laughs> yeah they've made the musical what there's a there's a there's a musical fascinating but but yeah no i didn't even know there was a thing but like i can guarantee you the way the day like him and bob gale because he was the producer on it so like out of the picture they will probably, I can guarantee you, they'll make another one with like Tom Holland or Malie Bobby Brown or something. Yeah. Uh, Look, man. Yeah. Listen, I think we need to get back to work here. Yeah. It's been, it's been a chat. Yeah. Yeah. It's always lack of chatting to you, man. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll chat soon. All right. Thank you for tuning in. That was me. My name is Russell Grant, and I was doing a shift with Graham Hackney, aka GeForce 5, G Love, and the Special Source. Uh, G-Spot, there's there's a whole bunch. <laughs> um, our main place to hang out is the video store.co.za and you can find us on all the social media. We are on Instagram as the video store pod and we are on facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the video store. Please chime in. Let us know if there's anything that we are not chatting about that we should or if we yeah say something that is wrong we we want to hear from you and if there's something that we're not looking at or not talking about that we should be talking about we would want to hear it from you so please uh you know get in touch uh, but thank you very much and we've got such great episodes on the way um we are we are lining up some great guys so hope to have you come on back and the Starship Troopers uh, Cheesy Movie Night. The tickets are on sale as of right now. So pop on over to thebioscope.co.za and look in the coming attractions and you will see the Starship Troopers poster there in the coming attractions. And yeah, get those tickets. We are going to, at some point, as the video store, start start hosting our own screenings at the Bioscope. I think that just makes sense and will be lots of fun. The, the thinking being we'll do the, the kinds of films that, that we want to watch or maybe something that comes up in an episode, we'll try and host the screening of it so that you can sort of always watch it with us. Um, I think that would be the idea. So yeah, look out for that. And all that stuff will come out of either us or the Bioscope's social media. Lekker, see you soon.